Welcome to Word of Life Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will move to and through you from today's message. And while you're here, go ahead and head over to our online platform, thelifeonline.cc, where you'll find content on all kinds of topics like forgiveness, healing, prophecy, faith, and so much more. So check it out at thelifeonline.cc and enjoy today's message. So we're going to turn into our Bibles to Daniel chapter 2. And simply the title of this uh, sermonette, a message I would say, is Don't Give Up on God. It was the first song that we sang, Don't Give Up on God. Say that with me. Don't give up on God. He's able. Yes, don't give up on God. So Daniel chapter 2, we'll start at verse uh, 17 and just give you a short story, a context here. You have Daniel and he has a couple of friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But this is in the day of King Nebuchadnezzar. Now, King Nebuchadnezzar, he wanted to rule um, his nation in a certain way. So he was wise on on one side of the fence. He wanted to get all the smart uh, people, the smart men there. But he wanted to make sure they followed his rules and his guidelines. How many of you all know in life situations will come that will try to force us and make us do things that we know is not the will of God? But even in the midst of this Daniel Shadrach and Meshach, Daniel Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they made a decision to not give up on God. And so here you have King Nebuchadnezzar. He has a dream, but in the midst of this dream, he's not going to tell anyone what the dream is. He wants someone to interpret the dream. Yes. And Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they pause just like you did. Like, what? Like, really? You want us to interpret the dream, but you don't want to tell us what the dream is? Then to make matters even better, he's like, hey, if you do not interpret this dream, this is it. It's over. Your life is taken. What? Come on, king. Come on, king. You got to be kidding me, king. But he stuck to it. It's literally a decree. So Daniel, in hearing this news, he made a decision. Hey, I hear this news, but you know what? I am not going to give up on God. So we get here in verse 17. um, And we'll start with, hold up, I'm sorry. We'll go to verse 14, then we'll come down to 17. Verse 14, Daniel chapter 2, verse 14. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out, To put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. Now watch verse 16. At this, Daniel went into the king and asked for time. If you don't have that underlined in your Bible or you version Bible app. You can highlight that he asked for a time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Verse 17. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends. H.M. and A. H.M.A. 
Verse 18, he urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends may not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and disposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. Verse 23. I thank God and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we ask of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego minding their own business. They're not doing anything wrong. But in the midst of this, a king puts out a decree. And that decree is, hey, if you don't interpret my dream, bye, bye. But it was something that they decided to do. First, they didn't give up on God. But you notice how Daniel went into the king's house and he asked for time. My question is, how in the world did Daniel have a posture To face King Nebuchadnezzar in the midst of a decree that was put out to take his life. I don't know about you, but King Nebuchadnezzar, talking about he going to take my life? Suitcase packed? We going the opposite way. But then Daniel realized God has a plan for my life. And even in the midst of King Nebuchadnezzar not operating in the wisdom of God, God can use me to get to King Nebuchadnezzar. But first, I must guard my heart. The posture of my heart has to be aligned. So Daniel goes in and he talks to King Nebuchadnezzar and he asks for time. So Daniel's heart, he had a posture of a heart toward King Nebuchadnezzar. Then after the king gives him time, he says, you know what? I'm going to go and find three good friends. I'm going to go find my boys. Let me go get with my boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he shares the matter with them. Now check this out. He shares the matter with them. You know what? Guess what they said. Okay, we'll join in prayer with you. How many of y'all would say, if you went to your friend, like, oh, <laughs> peace, you by yourself, like, what's wrong with you? Like, really? No, we out of here. We out of here. But they stayed and they were connected to Daniel. And as we read, the mystery was revealed to them. So now the mystery is revealed to them. Let's go to verse 48, Daniel chapter 2. Verse 48. I'm sorry. Verse, we'll back up to verse. Let's go to verse 46. 
Then we'll come down to 48. Verse 46. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor in order that an offering and incense be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries for you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king, this verse 48, then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all of its wise men. Verse 49, moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego administrators over the province of Babylon, while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. Because of Daniel's posture of his heart, his heart's posture, not only was he saved, not only was he saved, His friends were saved, the king was saved, a nation was saved. Out of of all the things that took place in King Nebuchadnezzar's mind, it was renewed, his heart was renewed, and a whole nation was saved. So as we know, We can turn on the TV, look at the news. I mean, there is so much going on. But I have a question for you. Question for myself. When we're looking at the news, when we're seeing the different uh, people in place, um, people that are reporting, sharing things, saying things, what is the posture of our heart? Not only what is the posture of our heart, What are we saying when we turn to a friend or a family member or a neighbor when we're talking about what we just heard? Could it be that what we hear, that we are the ones to pray to God about it? That we are the ones to find some friends to pray with about it? Could it be? God has shared some things with you. He has shared some things with me. And there are going to be times. Things that we hear, it would not line up with the word of God. But will we give up on what God has shown us or shared with us? Will we? And so the question that I have for us tonight is real simple. Because we're going to do some some action steps. I love to pray. I love to pray. Anytime I hear something, see something, I'm like, God, what you want me to do? How you want me to pray about it? Let me align my heart with with you. Because I want to have a heart who I pray to. I want to have a heart who I pray for. And I want to have a heart who I pray with. We see this in Daniel's life. We see this in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's life. And from that place, a nation was saved. Their lives were saved. The king himself were saved. And guess what? Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were just regular citizens. They didn't hold any office. But because of their heart's posture, they were put in office. 
to help run a nation that was set up to be run backwards according to Satan's plan. But because of their heart, God was able to get in a nation where there was no room for him at first. So I don't believe that we're just here or you're just here in the city of Jackson. There's so much that we hear. The same that they heard, but they made a decision. Lord, we're going to give you time. Now that we have given them time, we've heard some things, we saw some things, but you know what? I'm about to go in my prayer closet. I'm about to go in my kitchen. I'm about to go in my bedroom. And Lord, I'm about to give you time and allow you to speak and allow you to talk. Worship team, y'all can come on up. I'm, I'm in this mess. We're about to get in and pray. And so as we see, God is saying, you are going to hear things. You are going to see things. But what are you going to do about it? How's your heart going to be turned toward what you hear and who is saying it? And it said, don't give up on God. He will never give up on you. He will never give up on the city of Jackson. But guess what? We have a decision to either give up or not give up. We know God won't, but will we give up when we see things aren't going the way we know it should go? When we see people speaking totally against what God has shown us, against what is literally in the word of God. And what I love about Daniel, with wisdom and tact, he didn't go in there, hey, look here, no. The Lord said, you don't supposed to be doing that, boss. Didn't walk up in there like that. He walked in with wisdom. And we can see from scripture that when Daniel went in to the king, the king noticed how Daniel had a heart for him. And he said, okay, okay, Daniel, you, you need some time. I'll give you some time. But what did he say? Surely your God is the God of gods. Your Lord is the Lord of kings. At first, King Nebuchadnezzar was not even acknowledging God. But then he came to a place to where he acknowledged God. But I, I wonder, I wonder. If we would just begin to open up our mouths more. If we would begin to just give God. More time. And say, God, I. I know what I just heard. It isn't you. That's not you. That's not your love. That's not your plan. That's not your desire. And what I'm going to do in my private time, what I'm going to do in, in my house, what I'm going to do in my car, what I'm going to do while I'm on my break. God, I'm, I'm just going to give you time. And, and during that lunch break, it may just be five minutes. At night, it just may be 10 minutes. 
But whatever that time is, you're saying, God, I want to give you time. And I'm not going to allow what I hear to turn my heart against you, to turn my heart against them. But God, I am going to align my heart with your words. And God is saying, all I need is you to give me time and open up your mouth. And so what I love about this is Daniel, he came from a place of love. He's like, man, I know I'm about to go into the king and I know what he said, but I really know who is with me right now. And I'm going to come in honor. I'm going to come in respect. And I'm just going to ask for And what I love about prayer, it gives us the opportunity to look at our heart, the posture of our heart toward God. Like, God, where is my relationship with you right now? Do I really believe you concerning this? Do, do I really believe that, that you love me enough that you would even listen to me right now? Do I even believe that out of the love that you have for me, that when I open up my mouth, that you will hear my heart for you, you will hear my heart for them, and you will hear my heart for the situation. Because as, as I know that your relationship and my relationship, our relationship together is working, that when you speak, I receive the word that you say. As we sang, you said, I believe it, it is done. So even though I hear this five times or this ten times, I have to make sure I come back to God's word and hear it over and over and over and over and over again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And so tonight, simply what was just on my heart, I'm like, Lord, how in the world is we, is, is we, Lord, how in the world are we <laughs> going to do this? And he was like, I, I just simply want you to pray for my city. I want you to pray for my city, Jackson. Because there's so much that is, that is going on, that is, that is being said, that is being heard. But will you give me time tonight to pray? And that's simply what we are going to do tonight. And so, worship team, you can come on out. And we'll just pick up in that course. Um, you said it. I believe it. It is done. And as they sing this, we'll, we'll sing this a little bit and then I'll come up and I'll lead us into prayer. One thing that I am so mindful of that, you know, even in my own life, when it when it comes to prayer, um, 
there was a time that where I doubted God. There was a time I wondered, like, God, do you love me? And because I didn't believe that he loved me, I couldn't go pray to him. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't even have a conversation. I could because I'm like, uh, do you even love me? And out of me just realizing and knowing, going back to the word over and over and over and over again, it's like, man, God does love me. God does believe in me. He created me. And, and regardless of what my past has been, he's not looking at my past because in Christ there is no past. And fast forwarding, I, I remember with um, our, our Poindexter campus on, on how it came about. It was literally through prayer. I, I knew in my heart, God, there is so much more that you have for word of life. You know, because we're doing outreach, we're in the community, but but Lord, you could have placed us anywhere else in the city of Jackson. Why? Why Capitol Street? Like, why here? Do you know what's going on? Do you see? And God is like, yeah, I see. But do you see what I see? And so I can remember the Lord's like, hey, I want you to go out on your lunch break and pray. See, I'm not just saying on your lunch break, pray, just be praying. I really know about going on your lunch break and praying. It's like, what, Lord? You want me to go well and pray? Yeah, I want you to walk right out there on Capitol Street. I say, all right, Lord, you did say watch and pray. <laughs> so, lo and behold, I'm, I'm walking down the street and I'm praying and I'm watching. And out of this, I get to just pray and hear God's heart about it. And later on, Pastor Joel and I, we, we go and I show him the prayer walk route. I, honestly, I didn't even want to show him the prayer walk route. I'm like, he don't want to go no prayer walk route. Huh? We're just driving in the truck. Just going to see street, trees, houses. What are they? But out of that individual prayer time, we're now in a, in a vehicle, in a truck, and we see this building. And lo and behold, he's like, hey, I, out of all the times I've been down here, I've never seen this building. I said, check on it. Just call up the ministry and just see how they're doing. And so about five months later, <laughs> I find like, hey, August 3rd, I'll make the call. So this was August 3rd, 2021. We saw the building around about in June. So I make the phone call. Have y'all ever made a phone call and you like, please don't pick up the phone. You won't leave voicemail. <laughs> that was me. And I left the voicemail. They didn't pick up. And so Pastor Dolores, she, she called and she said, hey, did somebody call this number? And she began to talk, and I began to talk. And she said, you must be my angel. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know you like that. I didn't tell her that, but I was like. She said, no, we have been, as a ministry, we have been fasting and praying for three days, asking the Lord what is next. Who are we to release 
this building to. And that was a couple of months back, actually, the previous year that where the Lord shared upon our heart doing staff prayer with Pastor Joel that there would be ministry that would release their buildings, their ministry unto us. Go back to what I said. Don't give up on God. And so literally out of our prayer time, we were there with Word of Life Poindexter, even in here, Word of Life Fungeon, prayer time. And I believe with all of my heart that God has placed us in this city to help bring about the change. Not only that we desire to see, but really that he desires to see. And he's saying, I know that you all will give me time. That you will open up your heart and give me time. So we're going to do this for a few minutes. It won't be an hour, I promise you. But we're just going to take the time together as a body and just pray for the city of Jackson. We're going to pray for our leaders. We see that's what Daniel did for King Nebuchadnezzar. And out of that, they were placed in a position to help King Nebuchadnezzar run that city, run that nation. And so I believe that there are men and women who are already connected to people in position in office. And we're just going to pray for them to be bold. We're just going to pray for them to, when they have conversation, that there is wisdom and that there is tact when they are having the conversation. So when they're having the conversation, it is God speaking and not them. And then just believing God for his results. Amen. So let's go ahead and and stand uh, to our feet and uh, worship team. Y'all can take it away.